Hello, this is Dr. Earl with Denali Medical. To get us started, I'd like to ask you a question. Are you ready? I mean, really ready. Are you ready to find solutions? Are you ready to find root source healing? If you are, well, let's go. Certainly October is a month, you know, it's, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but February is one of those months that that tends to be a little bit more attention paid to this, either because we're well into our January goals and fitness things and we're trying to look better. And then we're also realizing that spring is around the corner and everyone wants to look good in a swimsuit and so forth. And I think because of the stigma that is associated with breast, a lot of doctors don't talk about them. Certainly a lot of patients don't talk about them. And, and we don't realize what an amazing component of health that the breast tissue is and, and how it can really not only be a, a window to discovery of whether you're healthy or not, but then also a great aid in, in getting you healthy. So breast tissue is composed mostly of fat tissue. And then there are some ducts. There are ligaments. That's what helps keep it where it should be. And then there's lymph tissue, obviously, then blood supply and nerves. So those are the main components of, of, of breast tissue. And the reality is what determines the size of a breast has everything to do with the amount of fat tissue that's deposited in the breast tissue. Most women across the board will have the same ability to produce milk regardless of their size. And so that really doesn't change much. The other thing that is very interesting about breast tissue is it's obviously very hormonally sensitive, and that's why during that uh, wonderful time of the month, yes, ladies, we, we as guys feel it too because you let us. I'm just saying that. <laughs> but that one, wonderful time of the month, you think it becomes tender, it becomes sore, things seem to, seem to fill in a little bit more, or what have you. But it's, it's very apparent that they're hormonally active. The reason that's important is if we look at the breast tissue from a health standpoint, that hormonally charged fat tissue is also one of the primary locations that the body will put toxins. There are 83,000 chemicals that our bodies get to deal with in today's world that weren't here 100 years ago. And if the body has a toxin or a chemical or something that it doesn't know what to do with, rather than you know, do something with it, sometimes it will just put it into fat tissue. And some of the more reactive fat tissue is obviously breast tissue. And so breast tissue can often get an unfair deposit of toxins into the breast tissue. And then the toxins build up, they become sick, and they get poor oxygen and nutrient supply. They start to get fibrotic changes, so fibrous changes, they become swollen, irritated, and the list goes on and on and on. And the challenge that we run into is 99.999% of all healthcare providers have no idea how to talk about appropriate breast health. It's key that we perform the right type of lymphatic drainage to pull those toxins and keep that lymphatic drain. Breast tissue is unique when it comes to lymphatic tissue because in the rest of the body, lymphatic fluid either drains by gravity or it very quickly dives in between muscle. And so every time that muscle contracts, 
or a series of muscle contracts, it will drain the lymphatic fluid. It's a very efficient system. But in the breast tissue, there is no muscle. And obviously, when we're standing up, gravity doesn't really help us. And when we're lying down, often things, the breast tissue falls into an area where, again, it's not going to be very effective as far as draining. And so lymphatic drainage and doing it the right way can be very key. In fact, they found that doing lymphatic drainage the right way can reduce the risk of breast cancer 50 to 70%. That's huge. The challenge is, and I got pulled into this would be the right way to put it, when I was part of a clinic and we were treating breast cancer patients. And so loving research and reading and, and knowledge the way I do, I, I really jumped into this breast health, came across this technique that no one really uses to, to much degree. And most of the lymphatic drainage that you learn about on the internet is erroneous. They'll talk about light brush technique. They'll talk about a few other techniques but the reality is that light brush technique works because it activates the muscles. There are no muscles inside of, uh, of breast tissue. There are several other benefits that come along with getting um, toxins out, and then it increases blood flow and nutrients and oxygen flow to the breast tissue. One of the first is that Cooper's ligaments, which are these ligaments that keep the breast suspended and where they're supposed to be, they will actually re-energize and tighten up with this technique. I have one patient who came in and within 12 weeks had two inches of lift, both up and when she was lying down in of her breasts because those ligaments were once again healthy and responded to good oxygen and nutrient delivery and weren't getting destroyed by the toxins. And all of those little, you know, fibrous changes and those bumps and lumps that, you know, women are supposed to do their exam and then talk with their doctor about, most of the doctors will say, okay, get an ultrasound or go get a mammogram. And that's the extent of it because there's not a lot of knowledge out there of how to take care of the breast tissue appropriately. And then finally, I'll just mention one other benefit, even though there's a lot more, is that doing lymphatic drainage and taking care of your breasts the right way will actually release oxytocin. Oxytocin is called the feel-good hormone. Oxytocin will actually balance out estrogen and progesterone. So patients will come in and they have bad PMS symptoms. After a few months of doing the breast health the right way, they'll notice that those symptoms seem to flatten out and become uh, very calm rather than being so extreme. And then women who um, are depressed or anxious, feel hopeless, what have you, again, because of this hormone's effect on the brain, they will notice that those symptoms will either dramatically decrease or in some patients actually become eliminated. There you go. Good breast health. Amazing things that it will wow. do for you and your body. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I can see why you want to let us know these things because... This is something that's just been ignored or just because people didn't know what to do or what to say. They just didn't say anything. Exactly. And, and that's, unfortunately, that's on both sides of, of the aisle, both of a, as a patient and a physician. 
I didn't learn, uh, you know, we all are learn, learn how to do breast exams. We learn how to, you know, talk about breast tissue. And, you know, obviously in today's society, everybody knows how they are supposed to look or we want them to look. But the reality is no one knows how to take care of the breast the right way. And in fact, I went to a lecture on a very popular author on breast health. Well, she was a surgeon. So her whole regimen on taking care of breasts were, you know, eat the right supplements, do this, do this. But then when it comes time, go get a biopsy, do your mammogram. And then, and then if you want to reduce your risk of breast cancer, get your breast tissue removed. And that is actually just wrong. Because again, the reality is if we will do some really simple basics and, and women just learn to do this at home and they do it most commonly in the shower, but if they do it at home, you know, teach them how to take care of their breasts, their risk for cancer just plummets. It's amazing. Okay. At the beginning of this lecture, I ask you, are you ready? Are you ready? And we're going to close with that same question. Are you ready? If you are, let's go. <laughs>